Sometimes I hate being right all the time. Never hesitant to piggyback off a massacre, even three years later, on the anniversary of the Parkland Massacre, the White House released a press statement announcing its plans for gun control. I won't read it because it's already been posted everywhere on the internet, but here are the takeaways, and the takeaways are, I was right. Literally everything I said that they were going to do, the big targets that I said they were going to go after, are what they're going after. They call for, univer in this order in the press release, it calls for universal background checks, a new assault weapons ban, and a repeal of the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act. All the stuff I said was going to happen is exactly the stuff they're going after, which isn't really a surprise. I've been doing this for a while, and it's sort of... I don't want to say it's easy to figure out the strategy, but when you know the playbook, you can kind of figure out the strategy. And speaking of the playbook, almost immediately afterwards, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, released a statement about not one but two universal background check bills that failed during the last legislative session, which is, we call that a clue. That's a clue. That means that they're going to take these UBCs, these universal background check laws, and they're going to try to push these. These are going to be the floaters that go out there to sort of test the waters, both legislatively and in terms of political response from people out there. The Democrats are worried about losing the House in 2022. They are legitimately concerned about that, as they should be, because the Republicans are doing everything they can to take it back. So here's how this is going to go. And I'm not, I don't want to guarantee this, but obviously since I was like 100% right about what gun control was going to be policy priorities for these guys, I'm pretty confident in this statement. So here's what we're looking at. Expect within the next six months for a new universal background check bill to get introduced. Expect the messaging around it to be common sense and that the vast majority of gun owners support it. It will probably look something like Tennessee, or not Tennessee, sorry people of Tennessee, you're in a good state, my be. It will probably look similar to Pennsylvania's background check law where to transfer a firearm to anyone outside of your immediate family, you have to go to a dealer, do a NICS check, and then you can do the transfer. Now in PA, that law only applies to handguns. I would expect that this UBC will be applied to all firearms, uh, handguns, or long guns. And I think that's an important one to look for. And again, I think that the way it'll be written is it will have an exemption for immediate, tra immediate transfers among family members or gift giving, uh, but that's it. Everything else will have a requirement to do a UBC, which means if you're going hunting with someone and you offer to loan them your gun, crime! That's, that's coming. Look for that probably in the next six months. Uh... The next thing that the White House's statement called for was a new assault weapons ban. This has already been detailed in the president's, or the, at the time when he was running, in his policy paper on what he wants to do. And what he wants to do is ban assault weapons, make existing assault weapons, and again, I'm using that term just because it's handy. Don't burn my house down, okay? 
Ban assault weapons make existing uh, guns that fall under that criteria subject to the National Firearms Act. And uh, if you don't want to register your gun under the NFA, obviously crime, but they also want to do like a buyback. So, you know, they're going to offer you $200 or something crappy for your Noveski AR. I really strongly expect that this ban, if they float legislation about this, so you could ignore H.R. 127, that bill that that crazy lady in Texas put out there, Sheila, whatever her name is, that is not, that's a stocking horse, okay? That's not the real threat. That bill's bananas. It's not going to pass. That bill's going nowhere. If that bill gets out of committee, I'll eat my hat for real. Expect a tightly produced AWB if they do one. I am still not confident that they're going to do an actual AWB that has a chance of passing because they don't want to lose the House and they certainly don't want to lose the House and the Senate and then have Joe Biden sitting there with Republicans in control of both houses of Congress so we can go back to like we did during the Obama administration where we have sweet, delicious gridlock and nothing gets done. I pray for gridlock every night. Anyway, if they do do an AWB, it will be tight and it will be based around a one feature test. They learned from the old one. They learned from the old one. They're not going to get like a two feature test where it's got to have blah, blah, blah. It will be, it will probably be something like, mm, accepts a detachable magazine capable of holding more than 10 rounds and has one or more assault weapons features and those features are ar style pistol grips threaded barrels flash hiders all of these things that are perfectly normal and don't make guns any more turbo murdery than you know a 30-06 but that's what it will look like again that's very much what it will look like it will be a one feature it will be detachable mags that hold over 30 rounds plus one feature it might if we're really having a bad day just be guns that accept guns that accept a detachable magazine that hold over 30 rounds that would be a real bad day for uh gun control or for us but i don't Again, I am. I know they have to beat the assault weapons ban drum like a lot. They really do because that's what gets their base riled up. But it also gets our base riled up. And an assault weapons ban, like I've said, would get everybody writing letters to their congressmen and women and all the people up in arms. And again, if they lose and it gets tossed out by the Supreme Court, now we have a national precedent. And you'll never get another AWB again which would be tight, but I don't want to have to do that. Like, I don't want to have to get one passed and have it get tossed by the court. Like, that's a bad road. The last thing we're going to talk about is the PLCCA, or PLCAA, sorry, Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. I cannot hit this enough. Any attack on the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act is, an, is a direct attempt to destroy the firearms industry. And if they destroy the firearms industry, they destroy gun rights in America. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but the fact of the matter is, is like, yeah, sure, you can make guns and you can, you know, have guns that are already extant in the country and all of that stuff. But the destruction of the firearms industry is the destruction of gun culture because the firearms industry, the people that make the guns, the people that sell the guns, the people that make the ammo, the people that sell the ammo, 
those are the people that allow us to participate in this culture and participate in the shooting sports and participate in, you know, all of the other things that we do. They have are the ones that give us access to the weapons that we use for self-defense. The targeted destruction of the firearms industry is absolutely a policy goal. So, thankfully, they've let us know what they're going to do. And here's the timeline for probably how they're going to do it. We will definitely see universal background checks bills next six months, maybe to a year. I very much doubt we will see a new assault weapons ban floated before the midterm elections. I just don't see it happening. That is the kind of stuff that makes you lose elections. So if that happens, I will be shocked. I will be wrong. And I will tell you that I am shocked and wrong before in another video. But Again, ignore HR 127, that lady crazy, that bill's not going anywhere. But definitely like, pay attention to it in case it does, but it's not. So anyway, if Democrats keep control of the House and Senate after the midterm elections, expect an AWB after that, like immediately after that, like coming in hot after that. Uh, the last one, PLCC, PLCAA, I don't know why I want to double the C, PLCAA, coming. Uh, probably your, a similar time frame as your universal background check legislation. Sometime within the next 6 to 12 months, expect to see an attempt to gut the PLCAA, and you need to be Johnny on the spot writing your senators and your congressmen about that. And one last note of advice. When you do write your senators, when you do write your elected representatives, don't use a form letter. Don't use one of those like mass contact forms that some people so helpfully put on their websites. Go and get their contact information, but then write them an email from your email address from, you know, blah, blah, blah at gmail.com and tell them what you want to tell them. Be professional, be polite, even if your representative is of the opposite political party. Be cool. Don't be that guy. Don't have your email end up on CNN with some representative saying, I was scared for my life because of the mean hurt words in this email. All right, don't, please don't be that guy. Please, we're trying to win here. Well, we're not actually trying to win. We're trying to not lose and there's a difference. So I would like to not lose so that maybe we can win in the future. Anyway. It's coming. It's going to be background checks in the next 6 to 12 months, an AWB after the midterm elections if the Democrats do well in the midterm elections, and probably a repeal of the PLCAA in the next 6 to 12 months. Buckle up!